0: The challenges that we all, that all of us face here is gangsters and poverty, unemployment. Drug abuse, human trafficking, abandonment, broken homes, um, teenage moms, all of those are the stuff that these teens cover on air. Radio Atlantis have a partnership with the Children's Radio
1: Foundation. They are the sponsor of the youth program. The main aim of the uh, project is to develop the youth in such a way that they are change makers in the community itself and that is key to
2: community radio. The young people of our generation, they are going through things that they don't understand and they need other teens that maybe perhaps understand or is better informed to let them know that there is some things that they can get help with by other teens empowering them.
0: They're just here because they feel like they're And they have a story to tell.
2: Good afternoon. This is
0: the Teen Express show with me, Monique, in the studio Radio Atlantis 107.9 in the heartbeat of the community. Today we're discussing Ubuntu. Ubuntu, what does it mean? Why aren't we practicing it in our community? When we as youngsters are behind this mic, the other kids are um side that's listening to us they can relate to us because we are discussing topics that um, they are going through. The
3: thing I like the most about radio is being able to speak. It's something that you can do from the heart. Because when I look for topics, I go and I ask my friends. Instead of me coming up with something, I ask them, what do you want to hear? What do you want me to speak about?
2: And for me, I think it's an eye opener after you do a topic as a young team because you and yourself learn out of the experiences of just talking about this certain topic.
0: This gives me the platform to give the youth a voice and speak out. When you have a voice, I need
3: to get my facts straight. If I'm going to speak about something, I need to know what I'm speaking about.
2: For me, what makes a good show is um, preparing well, getting enough information, getting your audio commentaries, your vox pops and stuff like that. And I think what makes a great show for me also is when you um, start speaking from your heart.
0: So they've grown in the sense of they're more self-confident now. Um, they know how to speak well. They know how to present themselves on air. They can walk in and interview the president without stumbling or anything. That's how some of them have grown. We as a group always like bond. Like We get new volunteers every time. But when we're together doing activities outside, we want more because like, we see things in each other that we don't see in the booth every day. Yeah. You go and you meet people. You By
3: speaking to people, by asking them, do you mind doing a box pop with me? Do you mind commenting on this? That's how you meet people. You develop a relationship with the people. You get to see the person, you can hear the change of tone in their voice. You're discussing, you're getting the opinion, you have that one-on-one contact with the person that you don't get over any other social media. That's what makes the topic the bomb.
2: There's a thing in Atlantis where people feel that there's no nothing outside of Atlantis, they just want to stick here. And even with a young generation, it happens today, They their minds are just set on, on one thing and they don't want to move out of, where out of their comfort zone. And I think when we speak about the topics, we actually letting them know that there's more beyond your horizon. I think talking about things as a community definitely makes things different.
3: Radio has taught me that life has many challenges. People go through a lot of different things, a lot of bad things, a lot of good things. But there are always ways and possibilities.
4: Greetings to everyone. As she already introduced me, my name is Nantantam Kunu, a young reporter from Alex, Alex FM. Being a young reporter and part of the Children's Radio Foundation has played a vital role in my life and has groomed me not to be only a better person but the best I can be. Today I am wise enough to choose courage over comfort. I am bold enough to say I am a community leader and the voice of the voiceless. Working at a radio station, Alex FM 89.1, the home of everyone and anyone, a platform for the youth and the the whole community at large, has shaped me and added a positive impact in my life, in every aspect of my life, and taught me technical skills, the knowledge and abilities needed to create and oversee a radio show, key skills such as multitasking, creativity, interviewing skills, and sound engineering. Indeed, it has been a life-changing experience and an opportunity that changed my life and challenged me to live a purpose-driven life. My weekly schedule has changed from better to the best. Every week, I look forward to Tuesdays and Fridays to meet with my team and prepare for our Saturday show where we tackle life issues, issues that impact our communities, issues that affect our daily lives. We talk about issues such as detrimental relationships, rape, teenage pregnancy, gender-based based violence, current affairs, and we also invite guests to our radio shows, people who have experience or who can relate to the topic we're talking about. However, always in life, we meet challenges. The challenges that I have encountered as a young reporter is talking about topics that go against my religion and belief, having to deal with different personalities and type of people. I live I have came across a lot of challenges, but then I had the power to conquer them because I have a team that I know that I can trust. Today, my relationship with my family, especially my peers, has changed and improved because now I have changed my attitude and the way I see things. I have communication skills and I, 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 I can say that I have changed from who I was before. I, I was living a demotivated life and I was a hopeless youth. But now I can, I can say that I am the change I want to see. I am a game changer and together with my team, we are bigger than life, thank you.
5: Thanks, Santan. So basically, I mean, that's that's Santan's story, but if you speak to the young reporters across all our sites, um, not just in South Africa, but all the other countries that I mentioned, they have a very similar experience, they speak about very similar topics, though um, just in the spirit of being relevant and um, responsive. Some countries do have very, um, they have, well they tackle um, topics that are very unique to their countries. So, for example, um, the DRC um, being, a very, being fragman- fragmented na- a very fragmented national territory, the project there mainly addresses um, issues of discrimination, human rights violations, um, including the marginal, marginalization of the indigenous people there um, and the youth living on the streets because they have a very large percentage of youth living on the streets. Um, in Zambia, having one of the highest, race, um, um, highest rates of deforestation in the world, the youth there have dialogue um, about the multiple dimensions of climate change, so the effects um, and challenges and ways in which it can be mitigated on, in a com- on a community level. So, the youth in Zambia talk about waste management, the production of charcoal, an old ancestral practice of um, tree cutting as a fertilizer, energy crisis, etc. In Liberia, um, after a prolonged um, civil war in the country community radio stations were built, many community radio stations were built um, to encourage peace building um, efforts. Um, the stations have become a vital voice um, in sharing important information and, in, and encouraging dialogue across boundaries and generations. But the youth dialogue in Liberia we find is really dialogue around the ongoing efforts to address the issues emerging directly as a result of or escalated by the recent Ebola crisis. So even though the, 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 the topics are universal and the youth experiences are very um, similar, and they share in the same experiences, some countries have very unique um, issues that we allow the young reporters to address and that um, fortunately funders, I mean, funders do give us money to tackle these social issues. Um, Community radio stations are our hub, but we're currently exploring and piloting youth dialogue in new spaces. So as part of our radio um, um, innovation initiative, we've been um, exploring um, radio conversations and dialogue in clinics and in schools. So we're just going to play two videos for you guys to show you what that's about.
1: we are a school that focuses a lot on academics we have a reputation to uphold so we need to have an outlet for students where they can talk about other interests that they have the idea of the radio booth was such a wonderful idea because i know it is the first that has been done in all of the African countries that Children's Radio Foundation had been involved in. Seeing the
5: radio booth, it made me realize that this is what we've been waiting for for a long time. And now that we had it, it felt like to me like our wish was being granted to us.
2: So we want to find out what young people think about teenage pregnancy.
4: The Children's Rondo Foundation is an organisation where they teach young reporters the skills of radio. Before I even came to radio, people's opinions didn't matter to me. I only believed in my opinion. But being um, exposed or having that experience in radio has taught me to respect other people's opinions. The topic is very serious and I think it's very relevant to Kailicha because there are so many teenage mothers here at Kailicha and I think that teenage fathers should share the same consequences as teenage mothers
5: recently interviewed a teenage mother and someone just said how can we interview someone who is a teenage mother
6: and we're so brave in doing so. So I believe that it will make people ask more questions to
1: people not to be afraid. When the young ones speak and they speak about what they experience but also about what they are doing in order to alleviate the problems that they face, that shows the world out there that these kids are not just accepting their fate they are doing something to improve their lot.
3: Remember, we still are streaming this live on the internet.
1: The students that are part of the Children's Radio Foundation, they've become so confident. That has just been such a wonderful eye-opener for me to see how these kids have grown.
4: What I hope will happen with their radio with being here, the youth will learn something from us and they will pass that knowledge to the other youth. I feel as a young person that my voice is heard in South Africa. It's awesome.
2: Your comments and your views are important and there are reporters here waiting to hear your opinion and voice them out. And then we're
5: just going to show an example of our clinic pilot at the moment.
6: For CRF, it's an organization for young people to create dialogue, to talk about issues and challenges that we are facing. Eighty-eight. You're right. Yeah. Like to have sex. Like not to have sex, but to interact. Sexually.
4: As long as you're giving them information and entertainment, then you can like get the audience attention.
6: Let's just give them information information it's really boring Stand up and be counted Rise up from the ground You made me who I am now bite
0: out,
6: bite out. You can cut them down turn them into paper and teach other men that masculinity isn't sexual domination or physical strength but knowing the difference between right and wrong and acting They can say whatever We know what we have been Whatever we're talking, we can talk about a lot of things today, but take something that is positive that you will think about
3: when
2: you get
6: home. I i one.
2: Less than 16, 16, which is legally by the constitution, you are not allowed to have sex by that age. By that age, it's all about
6: emotional maturity. In other words, in other the consequences of you having sex.
4: So transcript Out, when the sex between Nana, Mum,
6: Kita akan maju jangan
4: I promised her no secrets, meaning Mandarin's tell anything clinic so I can disclose my status to her and most of all take care of my life.
6: I've learned a lot about HIV through talking. Not just reading. Because if you read if you Google and read about HIV you'll see all the that um medical language that you won't understand but when you're hearing from someone who is talking about what they know and what they really understand then you can like gain something out of that
4: it. HIV it's not the end
5: cool so um, those are two of our radio innovation initiatives that we're piloting um, and looking to expand within South African communities and later in the rest of our um, project sites in the, um, in the continent. Um, so at the end of the day, it's about shaping radio stations and now recently schools and clinics as spaces for youth dialogue and participation um, using radio as a tool. Thank you.
6: So I
4: think we'll, we can have a couple of uh, questions. Um, let's start here.
7: Thanks. Hi Matapelo. Hey. My name is Molebogeng Sibidi from the SABC. I'm a content producer but um this topic is very close to my heart because i am a rural child and i'm doing something similar so obviously i have a few questions i hope i'm not going to take up too much time i can ask all four of them and maybe you can answer them in the sequence my first one is in terms of rural areas um that struggle with resources once you've identified um the youth who are keen in such projects like the wonderful lady you have in front of you and many others where to from there? How does your organisation assist in terms of resources so that we can achieve this goal? Um, the second one is um, the young lady in front of you um, has the opportunity to um, speak from Alex FM in, in 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 the rural areas that you work with. What do you do with the content and the the interviews that you've collected and the dialogues that have happened that have been recorded? where um the nearest community station is very far or does not exist. What do you do with that um, those recordings? Where where are they heard? The third one is how do you deal with issues of consent where um the the youth reporters are underage or their their discussions with their peers where they're underage and maybe they're talking about sex, especially just in especially for example in rural areas where they are still very conservative, and although what has been discussed is necessary, but they still might suffer some no I don't want to say being shunned upon, but they might just be shunned upon for voicing for being that vocal in, 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 in such conservative rural areas. And then lastly, how do you how do you get your wonderful young reporters to get the communities to open up? And talk about issues that are still a taboo now in our rural areas in South Africa, like sex, and teenage pregnancy, and witchcraft. Whatever stories that we are trying to tell and change lives, how do you how do you teach the young ones to to build that rapport with the older people that they would be needing to speak to? Because I, you know, in rural areas, young people don't talk to old people; they just listen. The old people talk to the young people. Mm. How does that happen? Thank you.
5: Okay, um, just clarification on the first question. When you're referring to resources, what do you mean? Like what sorts of resources?
7: I'm talking about um, the recorder, the, the, ah, okay. the equipment that is necessary for the, the ultimate goal to happen. Okay.
5: Cool. Um, thanks for your questions. Um, in terms of resources, yes. So we do work in townships and rural areas or semi-rural. And, and we also work with community radio stations who are not financially resourced and struggle a lot in terms of governance and many other aspects. So we are aware of that. What we do is, um, or how we support the project is we supply the, pr- um, the program with, um, with digital recorders. Um, That they keep, so we give some to the young reporters for their program and some to the actual radio station for their other shows, their other programming. We also um, supply the young reporters with a laptop um, and a dongle um, for research purposes. Um, And within the radio station, we select what we call a radio mentor, who is someone who works for the station, but is um, close enough to the youth to work with them, guide them, mentor them, lead them. Um, um, And we give a stipend to the youth facilitator for them, so as almost, as a, just for as gratitude. Um and also within the stipend there's money allocated for the youth transport to get to the project for their meetings for the show broadcast for lunch because often they come from school um, for the batteries for the recorder for the data required for the dongle um, yeah so that's how we support the project we don't pay for airtime because we don't feel that we own the project it's it's we support youth programming but it's owned by the station so we don't pay airtime. um and then in terms of um, youth consent yeah so youth consent our young reporters before they could join the program if they are um, under 18 we get their parental consent if not then re- consent isn't required um in terms of the, the 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 people that they engage with their community members if they're young they they explain to them they first get the consent and they tell them it's verbal consent they also let them know that at any time they can withdraw even a minute before the show, they can actually say, actually, I don't want to air. Um, They also explain the platforms that the interview is gonna be used in. Um, So we do train the young reporters on all the journalistic um, uh, permission they need to get before they can interview anyone. But we also don't interfere, they don't interfere or stand in the way of a young person wanting to speak. Um, That person can decide for themselves if they're comfortable or not speaking. Um, and then, how do we get the how do we get the young reporters to talk about this? They are talking about it. They're just now talking about it on air. Um, we train them on um, certain topics, um, s- uh, certain social issues. We train them on the topic. We also provide them with what we call monthly radio guides. Um, yeah, um, that they that they use to navigate their way through challenging topics. Um, We tell them what resources they can look at. We give them angles in which they can talk about. But at the end of the day, it's up to them how they discuss the topic. In terms of adults listening, they get all sorts of call-ins. Sometimes a mother calls in, disagrees. Sometimes people slam the phone. Sometimes, you know, they're told they're disrespectful. They're told they're too young. But, I mean, I think the only time things are going to change, and change can only happen once there's discomfort, and even if discomfort is coming from an adult. Um, So I don't know if
4: you want to... Um. adding to what she said also we have vox pops whereby as young reporters we go out to the community and hear what they have to say and hear what topics they would like us to talk about and then we have calls whereby our parents they can call the studio and also engage in our topics and another thing during our radio shows we also we always invite maybe expect maybe a social worker or an older person to lead us with what we are talking about. Maybe if we are wrong, she can correct us and everything like that so we don't we don't only work on research and only our opinions but we also go out to the society and hear what they have to say yeah. and then sorry, just to answer your second question about um uh,
5: where, where does our audio go? So it's broadcasted um, through community radio stations. Um, in terms of access, we find that community radio stations was the best way for people to access sound. That's why we're not actually working with commercial radio stations, but com- um, community radio stations. And also what the young reporters do to make it available then nationally or globally is they upload all this sound onto SoundCloud.
4: So, any any burning question? Uh, If not, is it a burning question? Because we've actually we're starting to eat into time for the next. uh, If it's burning you, but uh. all right,
7: I think um, you can answer this very quickly. Um, As radio people, some of uh, the biggest challenges that we face um, is uh, psychological. And um, I wanted to understand from the training of uh, the, the 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 young people that you work with, like uh, our dear young lady there. Uh, she's very confident. She sounds great. But there are topics sometimes, and there are incidences sometimes that can really damage you psychologically. And we've had some of those experiences live on air, or even when we go out to record. Is there that kind of provision within? Uh, your training program so that they get to deal with this. And if there are incidences that have been recorded, maybe you can share them with us.
5: Thank you. Yeah, it's a very important question. So as mentioned, we don't just work with community radio stations, but we work with community-based organizations or NGOs, hospitals, um, clinics, or whoever it is. So when a topic is introduced, um, some rules um, don't have many, um, some rules, sorry, some communities, especially rural communities, don't have a lot of um, community-based organizations that can help with every topic, um, but we do try, have the social psychological support required for challenging topics by partnering with um, community-based organizations or NGOs that specialize um, in the topic.
2: Okay, so
4: a round of applause for the team. Thank you.